Welcome back, Dodecadorks. We're the 12 Sided Guys. We have Scott as Ornan. At your service. Sabrina as Sylvie. Oh, hello. Jordan as Mogram. You're most welcome. Matt as Guy. That is my name. Don't wear it out. And me, Paul, as Mr. Person. First name, Trick. Middle initial, E. <laughs> Tricky <Stop>. person. <laughs> oh my, you have seen through my clever disguise. Alas, tis I, the puzzler, returned again to tie your noodle in knots with my cleverly crafted puzzles. Not the puzzler! <laughs> the worst Bat- Batman villain ever. <laughs> and Batman had Calendar Man. <laughs> Scott, puzzle me this. Were I to wonder upon the places the heroes question mark visit throughout their adventures in Vio Severia, what canst I do to see the cities and dungeons? Hmm? Um, go to Patreon? <gasps> Indeed tis true! Oh, sorry, what is a Patreon? I don't understand <laughs> the game. <laughs> Matt, puzzle me this. Whilst leaving a rating and a review, should a listener recommend this podcast or should they condemn it as a waste of time? Hmm? <laughs> recommend? They should recommend it? I hope so. <laughs> Wonderful. Jordan, puzzle me this. True or false? There is a limit to how much swag and drip one canst purchase on the 12-sided guy's shop. Hmm? True, but it's like a billion dollars. Haha. Three for three. Don't mess up the perfect score, Sabrina. It's all riding on you. Wait, is that right? <laughs> a lot of pressure. I guess the limit would be your bank account, I guess. Or your Sabrina. credit limit. Go ahead and put it on a credit card. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's like 300 million pins. I, I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Home equity loan. Only if they're Nari pins. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put her up. Uh, by the way, Pine is still in the lead. Sabrina, puzzle me this. If you figured out where your chainsaw was by disbelieving everything you heard, then who is this podcast for? Hmm? It's for you. Indeed! Tis Chorus of the Forsaken, episode 13. I feel like you're trying to you're doing an impression of the timekeeper from Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, you, know what? you know what? I was trying to turn it into the little lad from the little lad dance. Ha ha. I just said, wonderful. You're Berries doing and wonderful. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. <laughs> I wanted to say, go for it. But then that was, yeah, that didn't work anyway. Anyway, the puzzler has returned and vanished again. You could say I'm a little lad who loves puzzles. <laughs> you know what? I should have done that. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to Chorus of the Forsaken and Via Severia. The last time we were together, our heroes question mark. I don't think that name's going to stick. Anyway, our heroes. Wait, wait. Somebody suggested the Pahoftmen in yes. the uh, Discord. <laughs> the Pahoftmen. Yes, that was great. Yes, the Pahoftmen. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not sure that was going to stick either, but I'll say it today. The Pahoftmen. We could be gender neutral. We could say the Pahoft people. people. Yeah, I would prefer that. <laughs> no, you know what? The Pahoft persons, please. The Pahoft thems. Well, persons is in the P, so wouldn't that be redundant? 
Oh yeah. It would. Well, regardless, our <laughs> players, our player characters were um traveling down the road heading towards Redlam with a caravan of other NPCs, including Ryla, Dilar, um, the little boy that they rescued, ish, that they are now taking care of. Um, Calden, the son of Guy's old sugar mama, and some families, oh, and also Tobias and a and a wagon load full of treasures. When they were set upon by two... And Gardenia. And Gardenia was there too, yes. Two manticores oh, came... important. She wasn't just there. She stole the show. You know what? She did deal some serious damage. But two manticores swooped in, one from the south and one from the north. A fight ensued, and actually the manticore from the south was killed before the manticore from the north even made contact. That is how effective you guys were. After the manticores were defeated... Um, the heroes decided to help set up camp because it was determined with a high survival check by somebody, I don't remember who it was, that if these manticore were here in this area, that there were probably no other predators around because the manticore are are manticores, the manticori, I don't know. Anyway, they are incredibly territorial. So that this It's the manticore, but it's spelled (laughs) C-O-R-P-S. Oh, I was going to go with... (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was going to say, it's the Manticorus. Oh! Oh, Bravo. That's also good. (laughs) Our heroes uh, decided to uh, set up camp and also to investigate the ruin that they were near. They found a backpack and a bedroll, and inside the backpack, they discovered a letter that was written by, apparently, Serena. Serena, as you recall, was the guard from Grimley Castle back in Barograd, the one who was paralyzed and then pushed off a balcony by Tobias. She escaped town while Tobias's back was turned. Also, there at her campsite, some blood was discovered. It was quickly traced around to the backside of the ruin and a large double stone door that had been pried open. Our heroes decided to go inside and investigate and see if they could find Serena or whoever may have done that bleeding. They found Serena in the first chamber. She was unconscious. She had... um, Uh, lost a lot of blood, but Magram was able to stabilize her and they wrapped her up, including putting a disguise of a bandage across her face to make sure that Tobias did not recognize her. And they took her back out to the caravan. Then all four of them back together, they investigated this series of rooms, this this dungeon, this uh, tomb, this um, whatever you want to call it, this this, uh, facility. So Tobias, Tobias really prides himself on remembering the face of every person he's ever pushed off a balcony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's only two, but it's weird that this happened twice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that in Doofenshmirtz's voice when you said that, by the way. I appreciate that. Well, after our party decided to investigate down here, they discovered that there was a locked room that they wanted to try to get in, and there was a statue holding a platter nearby. Then they just made a large uh, counterclockwise circuit around this um, this group, uh, this dungeon. Let's call it a dungeon. This, this dungeon. Um, first, they came to a room with three statues. A young woman with a bracelet, a middle-aged woman with a crown on her head, and then an older woman uh, with a shield. Uh, following that route, they then came and saw that there were some shields that were on the wall and rusted, but the shield that the statue was holding seems to be still pristine and in good shape. Then they came to a room, and on a pedestal there was this helmet. And the first thing that Guy did was pop, pick it up and plop it down onto... Um, onto Ornan's head. 
As one does. As one does. Uh, continuing to follow around this room, they found a room full of bones and, um, well, they found a what they think is a back door into that central room that's locked, and they found another door that's locked as well. Uh, but then they found a room uh, that has uh, niches carved into the wall with bones and urns and that kind of thing. And then they found another room with a statue of um, a woman dressed regally with uh, sitting on a chair or on a stool with a crown on her lap. The crown, however, was not part of the statue. It was an actual uh, tiara on her lap. But she was flanked by two statues, one with a great sword and one with a sword and shield. Following that, they came to another room that was uh, more bones and niches in the wall. And then they came back to that first room. After making a large circuit, they decided to go back to that back door. Oh, actually, first they determined that the that the doors here in the main chamber um, next to the statue uh, with the platter, that that door is locked magically. Um, they also determined that the statue with holding the platter, this kind of angelic statue, uh, that the arms are not completely attached and they shift just a little bit when weight is put upon the platter. And the last thing that happened is they all went back around to the back door, the, the, the door that was uh, locked around the backside of this locked chamber. And they were going to try to potentially break in, but failed. And that is where we are right now. We are jumping right back into this dungeon with uh, Ornan, Sylvie, Magram, and Guy, and trying to figure out what is going on. The puzzler has struck. Mwahaha. Guy, <laughs> I can't believe you you misled us on how on your ability to uh, pick locks. I'm so shocked. <laughs> how could you do this to us, sir? The, this is a door lock. I pick I pick vault doors and safes. Very different beasts. <laughs> I am so glad we had some time to think about this puzzle because I actually came up with some ideas. Well, actually, we decided that we solved it in between oh, yeah. sessions. Oh, that's true, Paul. So we, one, we did an intelligence gone, check Paul. and got a 17. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys actually roll? No. Yeah, no. I, okay. I rolled over here off uh, off camera. Don't worry about it. I rolled Dave. it on my own dice, so yeah, it, yeah. I'll take it's a picture. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a picture. I promise. Uh, all right, Ornan is going to walk over to the statue with the, where the woman has the crown in her lap. Yes, I will walk over there too. Yeah, let's all head over there. Actually, and I'm going to say, um, well, should I put the crown on her head? See if that does something. Oh, I don't, I don't know. This woman appears to be the same woman in the other, as the, the, the woman in the other statues. The, how do I put that? This woman, the, this statue. Bleh. The statues all appear to be the same woman. That's true. Oh, well, one Nailed thing I forgot, it. one thing I forgot to mention in all of this is that the three statues of the woman from young, middle, and old, um, those are magical, um, thanks to um, Magram, as well as the two statues flanking this sitting statue. They are magical, as well as the crown on her lap is magical. And the helmet, now upon um, Guy, uh, upon Ornan's head, is also magical. Yeah, did you keep that on? <laughs> I don't remember. I put it back on after uh, we put it in that little platter. That's right. Okay. What should I should I put this on her head? See what happens. Well, you might the tiara, not the helmet, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Perhaps try both, not at the at same the time. At the same time, or <laughs> before we do it, before we do it, I have an idea. 
Okay. This is the same woman as the other statues. Maybe the, maybe the idea is to take the items from there and bring them to this statue and put them on this statue. Looking at this statue, Paul, would it be possible, for example, to put, to take the bracelet off the other statue and put it on this statue? Yeah, I would say so. The, this, the bracelet is, it's not a solid band. It's got like a, it's like one of those tension bracelets where you can kind of pry it open a little bit to, to slip it around your wrist. So here's my thought. What if we go get the bracelet, bring it back and put it on, put it on this statue, since that's the youngest statue in the other room. Then we go get the scepter and come and put it in this one's hand or lap. Does it look like this statue could hold a scepter? I mean, you could probably wedge it underneath uh, the hand on the lap. That's not a problem. Okay. And then we get the shield because that's the oldest statue. And then from there, then we attempt to take this tiara and maybe go put it on the platter or something. I'm just afraid if we don't do it in the right order and we just start messing around that we're going to awaken some kind of stone guardian and have to fight. And honestly, I don't feel like fighting something else again so soon after those two manticores. I mean, this sounds like a reasonable plan. I I was just going to take things and put them on the platter thing, but this is probably better. I mean, I, I don't. maybe I'm overthinking it. I just, I've had, it feels like I've had like a week to think about this puzzle <laughs> since, since I was picking that lock in the other, other room. And that's kind of the only thing I've come up with so far. Well, you, you weren't picking that lock for a week. We were watching you. <laughs> it did feel like that. Hmm. <laughs> It's been 84 years. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think? Should we try that? Only if everybody's on board. That's as good an idea as any. Let's give it a shot. Better safe than sorry. Let's try it. Before I do that, though, does anybody else have any ideas besides Mm? just moving things around? No, I think that sounds good. Yeah, the only other, I mean, the idea I had was to put the crown on her head or put the things on the platter. Or dance on the platter. Sylvie and I could probably fit on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was just going to start putting stuff on her and, and kind of just see what happened. <laughs> I just think we should be systematic about it. So let's let's start with the bracelet. Let's go see if we take the bracelet if, you know, we die from a ceiling falling on us or something crazy. Well, I'll be the one to do the honors. Let me go and grab it. Um, I would like to observe this happening from outside the room but through a doorway. That sounds fair. We don't know what's going to happen. So Ornan will go back into the first room that we explored that was in the top left. Yeah. Or okay. the, you know, north, yeah, yeah, the nor- northwest, northwest corner. Yeah. So Guy is going to follow and look through the door. Where is Sylvie and Mogram? They're going to hang out here still in the, in, the statu- in the room with the statue, the sitting statue with the two guardian statues? Um. No, I'll... <sighs> I'll go with them because if they if something happens, I want to be able to heal people. Yeah, Sylvie's gonna follow. Uh, she'll probably also stay though a little bit behind uh, and try not to get the full blast in case something bad happens. Well, cool. I'll just kind of describe this room again. Uh, This is the room in the top in the northwest corner. Uh, There is this mosaic of this uh, orange and red sunburst on white on the floor. And on the western wall, there is this statue of a a young girl. She looks like she's probably in her early teens. It looks like she's about ready to start dancing. It's very well um, carved. And she on her wrist, she has a bracelet. The bracelet is... um, 
I think last time we said that it has pearls in it um, and it is not actually part of the statue. On the north wall, there is another statue. This one looks more regal, dressed very finely with a, the, the head has some kind of headdress or crown uh, carved into it as part of the statue, but in its hand is a golden scepter. And on the eastern wall, there is another statue another uh, of, of this same woman but she appears to have aged even more she's wearing robes and she is holding this wooden shield in front of her and this wooden shield appears to have not aged at all it's been determined that all of these statues are magic as well as all of these items are magic I actually decided I'm going to be in the room and I'll be right next to uh, Ornan because if something does go down I have the ability to send him between Got it. There's also four columns in this room too, so it kind of makes it. It's a Between large room. Sheets. <laughs> it's a large room, but <laughs> um, like it's, it's 25 feet by 25 feet. But these columns make it smaller. I have, I have the power to send you to paradise. Ooh, I've uh, never been there. <sighs> uh, Ornan is going to walk up to the statue with the bracelet and remove the bracelet. I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, Jeez. cool, oh, cool. Man. We spent so much time thinking about that. Like a week. Ornan got a three. Uh, Mogram got a ten. Ooh, Gee got a dirty 20. Sylvie got a ten. Yeah, perfect. All right. And um, this statue, as you, as you yoink the... Um, the bracelet off of the statue. Um, you're kind of looking at it in your hands as suddenly the statue stands up um, from its dancing position and it um, reaches back with one arm ready to strike at you and we are going... No, are you ready? <laughs> we are going to have a combat on our hands and we are going to the top of the round. Uh, first off to go, we have Guy with his initiative 20. Are you sure it's not Iklo... Ayano Hill. <laughs> oh, no, that's a Ayano He with two eyes. Um, yes, Sorry. I'm, I'm positive. I don't know why it did not change your names. <laughs> I don't know why. Roll it's 20 so created a random name uh, for my for my token. Uh, it looks aggressive. It does look aggressive. It looks like it's about ready to smack at Ornan. Okay. Then I'm going to uh, reach out because I have no idea when Ornan is going to get to go. So I'm going to reach out and touch Ornan and I'm going to say get to the other statue and I'm going to send him between send him 30 feet out the door to the east um, so that he can actually no is it 30 feet or 60 feet it's 30 feet so I'll send him 30 feet out the door uh, okay. it looks like Sylvie's in the door so pass Sylvie out that door and then I'm going to say let's get out of here and run <laughs> as well <laughs> okay so that's I'm gonna and I'm gonna dash actually. <laughs> okay, so I'm moving to the. All right, so actually I'm I'm to the door. I'm like waving everybody through the other door on the other in the other room, the main room with the uh, sunburst mosaic. Well, Sylvie, uh, you are standing in the uh, the, the uh, eastern doorway to this room. Uh, Magram is still inside the room. You see this statue coming to life and trying to swat at Ornan. Um, what are you gonna do? I mean, did I get shoved over as Guy was barreling past me? Um, I'm pretty sure he just basically <laughs> stepped over the top of you. Uh, I no. left. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like sixth grader hurdles in, in oh a track meet, right? 
That's amazing. Uh, then I will follow Gee and I will also just use the dash action and mosey on out of there, I think, at that point. Okay. So you go ahead and move yourself. Uh, Magrim, what are you doing? You are still in the room. You see this statue coming to life. Um, I mean, I don't... Let's see here. <laughs> so on the... Uh... <laughs> We're running, Magrim! Yeah, on the, what is it? The uh, the east wall statue. What is it that that statue has? That statue has the shield. That is the oldest statue. Um, <laughs> I'm going to run up and grab that shield. Okay. And then I'm going to run out the door and close the door. Okay. You, you Attack run up of opportunity you, against yeah, you yeah, as you leave. Yeah. You run up and you grab that shield easily enough. And then as you turn and start to run, suddenly you feel the air uh, behind you uh, whiff by and then clock you upside the kind of the back of your shoulder as this reaches out and hits you with a 22 dealing. Oh, yeah. 100%. Dealing four damage. Oh, all right. Not too bad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you managed to get out the door, um, and that's, uh, is that your whole move right there? Um, I want to close the door and try to, like, keep it closed if okay. possible. Like, <laughs> All right, bar. You, you close the door. Perfect. You close the door. All right. There's Ornan. another door in there. <laughs> There's another door that's still open. Um, Ornan, it is your turn. You see Magrim standing at the door, holding it closed, um, holding this shield in his uh, in his other hand. Um, yeah. What are you going to do, Ornan? <laughs> well. Oh, let me explain really quick, too, this main entryway. <laughs> There's a staircase going um, up, like going back up, up to the ground level um, on the north wall. And then on the eastern wall and the western wall, there's doors. And then on the southern wall is the door that is locked. And then there's the statue holding the platter in here. There's also four columns holding up the ceiling. And there is this mosaic on the floor, this yellow and um, orange sunburst on a field of white. We forgot the scepter. The plan was to come back for that after. (laughs) Okay, I'm beginning to think maybe I did a bad thing there, but uh, I have the shield, so... I don't think my plan worked. My other idea was to bring the crown to each of these statues and put them on the head and then take the item from that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think we're, we're going with this one for now. <laughs> Here, take this bracelet, uh, Magrim. And Ornan's going to run up and try to trade places with Magrim. Uh, okay. Do you have a skill that can make him move places? No. Well, okay. Then you, well, <laughs> I mean, you could grapple him and pull him out of the way and then take his spot. That's fine. But like the, the whole, uh, trading spaces is, uh, that's also a, a battle master, uh, feature, but you could, you could, you could grapple him and pull him out of the way and then let go and then move up there. If you have enough movement. What if I just, I hate for something to come through the door and hit him instead of me. Correct. Um, well, I, excuse me. I'm going to open this door again. You run away. <laughs> and Ornan will stand in just in the room blocking oh goodness and say take this bracelet with you oh my gosh don't be a hero onan you're supposed to be on the other side of the choke point i'm creating a choke point here (laughs) oh my gosh 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> Good heavens. I know I'm. I know I look small, but I'll keep them from coming at you. <laughs> so it might seem like with all this going on, we've already done like two or three rounds of combat. No, this is the end now of the first round of combat. Um, it is now these statues' turn. We have this, and and Orton just put himself in a position to be surrounded by them. <laughs> yeah, yes, there by are two because there's there a there's a pillar in the way. One. One, two, oh, no. three, four, five. Um, Ornan, there are two of these statues that come um, hobbling towards you. They don't have weapons in their hands. They just have their their um, their stone arms, and they are both going to swing at you twice. So the first one is going to swing at you, and um, thirteen and a seven. Those will both miss. The second one, a an 18 and an 11. The 18 will hit. That is going to be seven damage. Is it uh, magical? Technically, no. Cool. Four damage. All right. That brings us now back up to the top of the round with Gee. Gee, you are still in this main room. Um, you can see Magrim and Ornan off to, uh, off to the west uh, being attacked by statues. What are you going to do? I'm going to say, you guys forgot the plan. Do you want me to remind you of the plan? And I'm going to move back up here so that I can see back into the window, <laughs> back into the room. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and do my uh, charged arcane burst, like right, right here, so that it hits both the statues, uh, okay. but not any of my allies. And that is going to be... Charged arcane burst is a DC 14 con save. But um, a creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Okay. Well, the first one failed. Okay. And the second one is difficulty 14. Mm-hmm. Roll the 13 with two 12s. <gasps> they both fail. Well, they both take 12 thunder damage. And uh, Guy will say, I found the other grenade. There's nobody else down here that you need to hide your magic from, but yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. They each take 12 damage. They they kind of rock uh, back and forth from this blast of energy, but they are both still standing. Sylvie, it is your turn. No, I'm, oh. I'm going I'm to use my last five feet of movement to move back away from that open doorway. Perfect. To give Magrim and Ornan a, a path to, to escape. All right, Sylvie, it is your turn. Sylvie, you went you went clear through that first that um, that main chamber and went all the way to the east into one of the chambers that has the niches with the uh, with the bones and the urns and things. Yeah, um, he told me to run and I don't mess around, yo. <laughs> I cruised so, on out of there. And that's why you're my favorite, Sylvie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. So, what are you going to do? Uh, so Sylvie is going to poke her head out of the store and say, uh, "You guys, I thought the plan was to run." Um, and then she will walk forward seeing that these statues have come to life she will cast her witch bolt at the one that is closest to Ornan uh, well the one which they're both they're both the same distance so probably the one you can see straight ahead of Ornan through the door yes yeah. I guess yes perfect yeah 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 okay yeah go ahead uh, and make so your attack that is a 19 to hit for that will hit Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Take that! Uh, so that gets one lightning damage. Oh, okay, let's see here. I thought the plan was to run. Uh, I did too. I'm sorry, I panicked. 
<laughs> it was going too fast for me, and I just said, oh, quick, grab the shield and go. I couldn't let Magrum get hit. <laughs> All right, Magrum, it is your turn. You have Ornin between you and both of these statues. What are you going to do? I think Magrum is going to pull out. He's going to reach into kind of one of his little side pockets and pull out um, this metal pin that he used before on Ornin. So it's about the size of like a silver dollar, but almost like a push pin or thumbtack kind of thing. And he's going to reach out and slap that into Ornan's, like stick that needle into Ornan's shoulder and say, sorry about this friend. And he's going to use it as a neuro disruptor in the arcane soul bind. And this will give Ornan plus one bonus to AC and saving throws and half of the damage will get routed through to Mogrim. Okay. Ooh, I'm feeling juiced up. <laughs> nice. You just stabbed our friend. <laughs> Anything else you're Was going to do? Was filled with but... HGH. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you're going to do, Mogrim? No, that's it. Okay, we are on to Ornan. Ornan, it is your turn. You have um, the statue of the young woman uh, to uh, your to the west of you, and to the north of you, uh, here in this crammed into this doorway, you have the statue of the older woman, uh, and they are both coming at you. What are you going to do? Okay, so Ornan is going to say, "Ephos, I need a little assist here," and mm. he's going to summon his burrowing guardian, and okay grow in size or grow in the space that he occupies if you will a spiritual worm a spiritual purple worm kind of bursts out of the ground and envelops the space that where Ornan is standing and Ornan is going to attack with the warhammer side of his war pick on the statue that's north of him okay on the old lady statue Uh, a 12 to hit that will not hit dang it Okay, that is my turn. Okay, is that it then? That's that's it. I only have one attack. Oh gosh, that's right, level four. Don't worry, guys. Someday. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is kind of up to me. Uh, it is now the statue's turn. The one that has been witch bolted by Sylvie is going to attack at Ornan, and that is going to be um, a seventeen or a twenty-two. The 22 will hit. The 17 misses now because of the extra AC from my good pal, Magrum. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is going to be then seven damage. I believe that you will take four and Magrum takes three. So I it's reduced to four. So would it it then be split down to two and two? I think. Hmm. I think so. I don't know. I guess it's Paul's decision. No, I I think I think because your armor literally keeps the damage from happening to you. So yeah, I think it would be two and two. Yes. Okay. Cool. I think that makes sense. That sounds like a fair ruling, Paul. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're a good DM. Yes. I'm just gonna say the puzzler is disappointed in you all. Um, here we go. The, <laughs> the, old, the old statue is now going to take two swings at Ornan. That's gonna be a 22 and a 15. The 22 will hit. That's gonna be seven more damage down to four, halved to two and two. All right. I'm still feeling great. I gotta say, Paul, you're rolling actually pretty well. Um, I am rolling pretty well. Um, I, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. 
Yeah. Uh, Guy, you are up. What are you going to do? I'm going to come stand right behind Sylvie so that I can see right in through the door. Uh, and I'm gonna, and I'll say like, oh, it's that giant worm thing again. We really need to ask Barkeep about that. And then I'm going to go ahead and send a just a normal uh, arcane burst in at the, I think this is the young woman statue that's straight through the doorway. Yeah, that is the young woman statue. Yep. That is a 25 to hit. Nice. Oh, wow. Almost great. a crit. That will hit, though, yes. Paul, I what? have a skill that I've been meaning to do, and I forgot to do it. It's a bonus action. Dang it. You you can do it first. That's okay. fine. All right. Yeah, that's fine. So I am, um, first off, the ver- first thing that Guy is going to do is he's going to put, put his hand over the, the book, the tome at his hip, and you can kind of see... If you're looking closely, you can kind of see this blue glow between his hand and the book. And what he's doing is marking a castigating inscription on a specific page in this book. And now that statue that he sees is inscri- the name of that statue. So young lady statue um, is inscribed in the book. <laughs> and so now I crit on a 19 or a 20. Oh, okay. I love it. Okay, That's okay, incredible. yeah. Roll your, roll your crit damage. Then. I have been meaning to do that every fight, and every fight I forget that that's one of my abilities. Okay. Um. So that would be. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, I only rolled a one on the damage, so that would be six damage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Serves well, me right. <laughs> This um, statue does look like it's starting to uh, fall apart and crumble. Okay. And uh, that's my action, bonus action, and movement, so I'm good. All right. That brings us now to Sylvie. Sylvie, what are you going to do? You are still in the main chamber as well, but you can see through the doorway past um, Ornan and his massive purple worm that's circling around him. Kind of, uh, I imagine, kind of like... um, I I picture... um, EDM music playing. I know what a massive purple worm looks like, Paul. <laughs> well, purple-headed worm, typically. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Sabrina, what are you going to do? You can, you can see past Ornan. You can see the statue of this young woman. And you still have your witch bolt attached to it. So you can use your action to, to zap her again. Yeah, that is what Sylvia is going to do, is just uh, use that witch bolt, and I think she's going to stay in the same spot. I don't think she's actually going to move, because nothing's really come that much closer to her. Right. So that is eight damage. Eight damage, nice. This statue of the young woman looks to have taken a beating. Uh, you see one of the arms has fallen off. You see that half the face is smashed away, uh, but it is still standing. Magram, it's your turn. From where you're standing, you also cannot see the statue of the old woman. You can only see the statue of the young woman if, if my if mine eyes don't deceive me. <laughs> Indeed, thine eyes don't deceive thee. Tis true. Um, tis true. <laughs> tis, tis true. Tis true. I'm going to, uh, you know, while still kind of focusing. So, like, you know, I slammed that pushpin thing into Ornan's shoulder and then took the, the, the paired one out and stuffed that onto my own shoulder. And then uh, with my not push-pinned arm, I reach into a pouch, grab one of my white phosphorus capsules, and I'm going to chuck it at the young statue. The statue has to make a DC 14 dex save. Uh, That's going to fail with a nine. Cool. It will take 
one <laughs> damage. Nice. Wow, we are rolling like, no. like <laughs> fire tonight, guys. Oh my gosh. At least you guys can hit. I don't think I've hit anything in the last two sessions. Mogram, anything else you want to do? You're going to stay put right behind Ornan. Uh, I'm going to just stay put for now. Just okay. to helping, helping my buddy. All right, Ornan, it is your turn. You see that the statue to the north of you of this old woman is still relatively intact. The one of the young woman, though, looks to be on its last legs. Okay. Ornan is going to attack the older one north of him again. We'll see if I can actually hit this time. Oh, my gosh. A 13 to hit? That will miss. Gosh. Well, that was my turn, guys. Actually, no. Ornan is going to... I'm going to uncap... Um, my some mycelium mead and take a quick swig okay and heal back uh, 12 hit points nice does that transfer across as well oh no. i don't i don't think no. healing does no i know but no, that'd be it's funny only if it the did. damage <laughs> okay all right very good um that now brings us to the statues um we have the young woman statue the one that is falling apart it is taking two swings at ornan that is going to be a 16 and an eight those will both miss. And the Ooh. old woman statue is going to take two swings. A 17 and a 9. Those will also both miss. Oh, nice. Oh, that's crazy. It's like they both increased by one. <laughs> but they both missed. Back to the top of which the would, round. Which, I guess, by, you know, just by deduction, then if we had woken the middle-aged statue, it would have rolled a 12.5 and a 4.5. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that could have happened. Yeah, yeah. That, is, that is exactly what would happen. All right, back to the top. We have Guy. Guy, you can see through the doorway, still at this young woman's statue, you see that it is falling apart. Ruptis, I say as I throw another arcane burst. Uh, and that will be only a 13 to hit. It blasts wide. Okay, anything else you want to do? Or are we on to Sylvie with her witch Damn. Bitch? Okay, That's you my said turn. damn. Okay, uh, Sylvie, it is your turn. All right, Sylvie is going to just keep on keeping on with that witch bolt. Um, okay. Oh, my gosh. Let's see what kind of damage. That is a one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my God. I hate, it's got to be roll 20, guys. No, There's no, no other answer. No, it's, it's okay. Okay. I know we're the 12-sided guys, but D12 rolls always suck. They are never, you never get the 12. You always get one through three. <laughs> yes, you do. That's very true. All right. Sylvie, anything else you want to do? No. No, I'm just no. hanging around. Okay. All right, Magrum, just, it's your turn. We just be tickling these statues, guys. That's what we do. <laughs> she was infinitely more effective than I was this round. <laughs> All right, Magrum, what are you going to do? Um, I am going to do the exact same thing I did last time and, again, reach in and pull out another capsule of white phosphorus and chuck it at the young statue. DC 14 deck save again. That's only a two. Come on. Don't roll a one this time. A three. three? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. You see this statue actually drop down to, I had said one knee, but actually you blast off its leg from the knee down. It is standing on one foot with one I guess it lost its arm already it is still trying to crawl towards Ornan um, it has one hit point left jeez oh. Ornan killing me what are you going to do sounds like a job for Sylvie <laughs> <laughs> Ornan's going to attack the one to the north again that no, okay. nobody else can see perfect and hopefully 
roll higher than a 13. A 19 to hit? 19 will hit, yes. Okay. Yay! So I'm going to do a couple things with this. First, that is um, 10 uh, bludgeoning damage. So if they're okay. if they're weak to that, then, you know, that'd be cool. That would be pretty cool, yeah. That would, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to activate the damage. So the Burrowing Guardian, Ephos, will also bite into the statue. Okay. Dealing three damage. Okay. It's a bonus action to summon that. And then it says on each of your turns, one of your attacks can deal the extra damage. Yes. So as as I hit with the Warhammer, um, with with my right hand, my left hand, I don't know if I described this um, it too much yet, but when Eva, when um, Orden is using magic, a, a spectral skeletal arm appears where his missing arm is. And with that arm, after he hits with the hammer, he places the palm of his skeletal hand onto the stone and brands it with the skeletal brand dealing 2d6 fire damage. Okay. Oh, nice. And I rolled an 11. Okay. And then Whoa. the statue also has to make a DC 13 strength save or be restrained by my brand. As you clobber it and this purple worm attacks and then you reach out with your skeletal arm of energy uh, and you touch this statue, it crumbles into large chunks and dust and gravel and it falls down to the ground at your feet. Done. The old woman statue has been uh, annihilated. Oh, well, I, I was weaker than I thought. Well, of course, it was an old lady. <laughs> and I was gonna say, the three of us have been working on the young one for like three <laughs> rounds already. Honestly, oh. it's kind of funnier than it's not. <laughs> well, that now brings us to the young woman statue. Uh, crawling towards Ornan uh, is going to attempt two more attacks at it, at Ornan, and that is a 21 or a 12. Uh, the 21 will hit. For uh, uh, six damage. Cool. I'm going to take three of that off okay. and then divide it with Mogram. So you take two and Mogram takes one, and now it is... Oh, Mogram, how are you looking? Oh, doing... I mean, I'm I'm doing very well. <laughs> I'm doing so well I forgot my voice. <laughs> <laughs> In our last fight, you were made of paper, so... <laughs> Gee, it's your turn. Top of the round. I'm setting another arcane burst. So I send out the... Ooh, nice. I send out this blue golf ball sized ball of energy and it uh what's cool about these you know you typically think of like a magical spell it it goes out and it hits and it explodes or something this is straight up like it hits and like tries to push through before dispersing so it's like a big like it's like getting hit with a golf ball um and i rolled a natural 20 roll some damage even though it doesn't matter this guy has one hit point left okay so that would be um eight plus two so ten uh force damage nice so the this statue of the young woman um i imagine as your your golf ball sized blast of energy as it comes streaking past ornan and magram and slams into this um this statue i i imagine it just the head of the statue just vaporizes into dust and the rest of the statue falls to the ground in pieces and we are going to cue victory music Woohoo! 
Oh, you may want to hold off on that because I think we're going to go take a, a step <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, before we leave initiative, let us go take the other one. Uh, okay, <laughs> scratch that. Now play that backwards. I don't know how it goes. Um, also, I healed eight hit points. So, Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, then we are back to we're staying in initiative. Yeah, and I'm gonna move up, and I'm trying. There's, there's. I don't have enough movement to get to get through the door, and I'll say, "Ornan, you make an excellent cork for this door." Well, I told you I'd try and block the way. Why does everything you say sound so darn sexy? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm standing next to the door frame, so I'll just lean against the door frame, and I'll, I'll look at Magrim like I haven't like noticed him before. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> he visibly blushes. <laughs> All right, that that brings us now to Sylvie. Sylvie, your witch bolt is no longer connected to anything, um, but you see that the doorway is pretty jammed up. Um, it appears that your allies are going to uh, go for one more statue. Yeah, Sylvie is gonna, uh, I mean, She'll take a step up just so she can kind of see into the room a little bit better, but she's going to keep hanging back. Um, and if there is any other statues or anything that comes to life, she will prepare another witch bolt to uh, zap them. But she's going to hang back for the moment. Um, Magrum, uh, the only thing keeping you from entering the room is a massive purple worm, spectral purple worm surrounding your gnome friend. Her name is Ephos. Can, can I move through it, but have like, is it? So moving through your allies would take, uh, it's double movement. So technically to get to the other side, it's going to be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, just to get past Ornan. Yeah, I'll do that and just kind of move in towards the middle of the room. All right. And anything else you want to do? You see that there is only one statue left in this room on the north wall. It is this queenly figure holding a scepter. Uh, for right now, I won't do anything else. I will, because uh, I don't have enough movement to get up there. I guess okay. I could dash and then take the uh, I'd, a free item interaction. <laughs> you could. <laughs> Let's do yes. it. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. So okay. the other five, the which would get me to 30, would put me right on the pedestal, or right in the middle, right, right dead on the center mosaic. of the room. Okay, yes. So I'll move, un- I'll take the dash action, dash okay. forward, grab the scepter, dash back, that's 10 feet, dash as a back swing, some as more. A, okay, and then a SWAT comes at you again, another 22 to hit you. <laughs> Jeez, you roll 18s like every <laughs> wow. time, man. That's going to be four damage, halved, two to you, two to Ornan. No, it's. Oh, I think it's one way. I think it's yeah. only Ornan. Yeah. Oh, it's only one way? Oh. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. It's a okay. really toxic arrangement. It is. <laughs> I'm slipping under. Nobody? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have, to, I have to find my unmute button, Paul. Okay, I was going to say, I said that, and then it was just like a second and a half of silence. And then, and then Jordan's just like, I'm also going to move back out of the way. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'll I'll end my turn down here on the south end of that room next to the crumpled remains of the young statue. Pa- pa- perfect. Okay. Ornan, it is your turn. You're at the south end of the room. You see that this statue of this queenly figure has come to life and has actually taken a swat at one of your friends. 
Ornan is going to maneuver around the statues. This way, okay. Ephos, you can proudly squeeze through here and kind of directing the worm to follow him. And he's yeah. going to take an attack with the hammer side again against the statue. Okay. For a 24 to hit. That will hit, yes. Dealing 13 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Plus an additional two Ephos biting damage. Dude, that's a nice that's wow. a big All right. hit. Well, sorry, your highness, but dad uh, <laughs> don't want you fighting my friends. Well, you have managed to bottle up the center of this room. If this statue wants to get to anybody else, it's going to have to move around the pillars, but it doesn't want to go for anybody else. It wants to go for what's right in front of it, which is Ornan. Ornan, two attacks coming your way. That's a 19 or a 14. The 19 will hit. It's going to be three damage. <laughs> that means zero damage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You hit um, my armor. <laughs> if you want to hit me, you got to go for the joints. <laughs> that is you guys, now... we are very good at killing statues. <laughs> <laughs> we're, at, we're yeah. You guys, you guys are good at you guys are good at, at dying some dungeons. All right, um, <laughs> dragoning some dungeons. I don't know what I'm saying. Dying <laughs> dungeons. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've never I've never deed a dungeon before. You're doing it well, right now. It's first um, time for everything. Masterfully. <laughs> Guy, you are still out in this main chamber, this entry chamber, um, but all uh, Magram and Ornan are inside. You can hear the sounds of battle. Oh, then I'm totally going inside. Okay. I'm going to move up, and I'm basically going to uh, move... Oh, jeez. I can't... The, the, with Ornan and Pillars, I can, I can barely see anything. So let's go ahead. I'm going to move into the room, and then... You know what? I'm moving right up to the statue. Because it's the only way I can see it anyway. Okay. You move kind of around a pillar and you're attacking it from the uh, from the east side, yes. Exactly, yeah. So I moved all the way up to the north part of the room, attacking it from the east side. I'm going to go ahead and use my bastard sword and try to do a um, uh, an impaling shadow attack. Okay. Um, did that roll? It did. <laughs> That's a net one. <laughs> It was a natural one. You miss, and I don't know why you miss, but you just do. Yeah. Um, all right, Sylvie, it is your turn. You are also back in the entry room. Um, what are you going to do? All right. Well, hearing that chaos, Sylvie will make her way back into this room, and seeing that statue, she will go for it with... Um, yeah, I think I think we're just gonna stick with the witch bolt. It's working well for me. Well, kind of. Okay, so make your attack. That is a twenty-four to hit. All nice. right, roll some damage. Ooh, okay, for six damage. Okay, nice. I was gonna say it has worked well for you. You've dealt two damage with it. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I dealt it something that was actually decent in between. It was like eight. Yes, so yes, I think you I did. Like you 10. did. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, very good. Anything else you want to do, Sylvie, or should we move on to Magram? I'm good. Okay, Magram, your turn. You're at the south end of this room. You can see everything going on. Magram will take kind of a sidestep forward and chuck another capsule, white phosphorus capsule at this thing. Okay. Um, DC 14 deck save. You've discovered their weakness. It's a 10. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> Two damage. <laughs> you guys, we're like the world's greatest archaeologists. 
<laughs> yeah, I keep taking my hammer to all this history. <laughs> <laughs> the teeny little amounts of damage I'm doing, I'm it's like those pop rock things that people get around 4th of July. That's what oh, Mogram is now using for combat. Oh, poppets, I love yeah. it. <laughs> awesome. Well, Ornan, take your hammer to some more history. It's your turn. <laughs> That is a seven to hit. And that will miss. Anything else you want to do before this statue gets to attack? Um, I think I've done all my special things. I, I have no other extra things. Okay. The statue is going to take two swipes, one at Ornan and one at Gee. Ornan, uh, it's a 13. Gee, it's a, it's a nine. Misses as well. All right. Gee, what are you going to do to this statue? Same thing. I'm trying to, I'm going to attempt an impaling shadow. Uh, so I strike out with my bastard sword for a nine to hit this time. <laughs> that so I rolled a will, three. <laughs> that will miss. All right, Sylvie, you have a witch bolt on this uh, on this statue. I will tell you this: if you can deal ten damage with your witch bolt, this statue will crumble. Well, that's that's kind of a lot of pressure to put on me. I don't know if I can do that, but I did roll an eleven. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> as you as you channel this energy, this energy that's like coursing between you and the statue, suddenly you see this like chunk start to fly off of the statue. Uh, dust starts to pelt Guy and Ornan as they're standing too close, and then this statue almost crumples in on itself into a pile of rubble. And now we will cue victory music. Wait, aren't there a couple more statues in the other room? <laughs> yes, I indeed Maybe there we are. should hold off. <laughs> Let's go through all this stuff. <laughs> Let's We uh, have cued victory music, guys. We have cued victory music. <laughs> it's been cued. <laughs> yes. Cued. There there is a woman I follow on TikTok who is, she does like news stuff. Like she'll say like just 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 little um uh, what's it's little uh, um, headlines uh, like headlines but she'll be like yeah and she has like cat ears and she'll be like it's like ooh woo she, she's amazing yeah <laughs> she I follow amazing. her too she's great <laughs> and I, 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 I listen to what she has to say I'm like oh that's so cute and I'm like oh wait what she's saying is like wow um, super depressing <laughs> it is super depressing ooh woo <laughs> So, all right, very good. You guys are standing in this room surrounded by the dust and rubble of these three statues, holding in your hands a golden scepter, a pearled uh, bracelet, and a wooden shield. Something tells me if we wake up the statues in the other room, they're going to be a bit harder to defeat. Well, should we head that direction? Well, we could try putting these items on the, the... uh, the the platter and see if that opens the door. I, I thought we were going to try putting it on the statue itself. We were going to, but then these statues came to life and tried to murder us, and this is what I was trying to avoid, so I don't know that my plan was really sound. You know, these statues were were magical, and in the other room, it were the it was the statues which flanked to the north and south which were magical, so it's yes. possible. And those are the ones yes. with the big weapons. Right. Yes. But consider this. If we also fight those statues, uh, we can roll really poorly and end up having it turn into a Benny Hill sketch. (laughs) 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 I say we just go dump these on that uh, 
on that scale and or in that um, plate and see what happens. All right, let's do it. Um, and well, it's on the way. I call dibs on the shield, by the way. I think I'm the only one in the party who uses a shield. Is that right? I mean, I've I have had one on my back since uh, since earlier, since we were at the uh, at the keep. Oh, at Grimney Castle. That's right. In my younger years, I I carried a shield in my left hand. Oh. <laughs> Awkward silence. That's, it's cool well, though because um, now your left hand is like some kind of flaming skeleton. Yeah. Who who is that holding the shield get right me now? Lit on a pyre. I think I still have that shield from okay when I grabbed it earlier. Okay. But I'll hand it to Guy if he wants it. Um, rules. So the the rules for growing. Um, if it says if you lack the the room to become large, your size doesn't change. So I'm hoping okay. that Ornan could just like walk through the halls and the worm will just like pop in and out when it when it fits. Okay, yeah, I think that's that's perfectly perfectly fine. Okay, it only lasts Makes for a minute though, so it wouldn't be around for too much longer anyway. Um, let's see. Yeah, I think honestly, um, yeah, you guys go back out into the room. I'm gonna shrink you down to size then. Okay. Um, you all meet up back in the entry chamber in front of this. Uh, I described it before as this statue with wings, sort of angelic looking, holding this flat tray. Um, and it's about three quarter size, uh, normal height, but it's proportioned like a, like a, like a, a human basically. Um, and you see it standing here next to this locked door. Orden will put the helmet on the pedestal or on the, okay. in the lady's arms. Okay. You see the slightest shift in the arms, just just like before. It's like um, um, it, it wiggles just the slightest little bit. All right, sticky fingers, put the things on the tray. And by sticky fingers, I mean the one who has Ornan's blood on his fingers from stabbing him in the <laughs> neck. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry about that. It, it doesn't hurt, honestly. In fact, it's the darndest thing. I feel like I'm 10, t- ten years younger when he put it in me. Yes, yeah, so, sorry about that. I pull the thing off the side of him and uh, oh gosh, and then um, slap a bluey bandaid on his shoulder. There you go. Yeah. Aww. Well, as you are looking at this tray, um, Magram, you have the shield in your hands. This shield is too big for the tray. Like, if you want to put all these things on Do the I, tray, you think I should just lean it up against it, or if if you want to put all the things on the tray, you're gonna have to put like the shield down first probably and then stack things on top of it but the shield is larger than the tray should i uh should i do try that i i guess i'll try that um yeah i'm gonna like stack it and like try to yeah pile like scoop them all onto the (laughs) onto the shield and then put the shield down first yeah so we're we're putting everything on the tray or on the in the woman's arms congratulations everything is stacked up on this tray and nothing happens the puzzler strikes again. <laughs> well, I think I think clearly this puzzle is all broken. We should probably just leave now. I mean, we got the magical items. Well, should we look for the crown over there and maybe try putting that on this too? Oh yeah. Oh, we could, we could still try to give that statue these items and see if that does anything. Yeah, let's give it a shot. I say we might as well try. Let's move. On. Fair enough. <laughs> 
Yeah, you move around this uh, room again, counterclockwise, actually this time clockwise, heading back towards the room with the the regal statue of the sitting queen or the woman uh, with the crown on her lap. You see these two um, kind of uh, imposing statues. One has a great sword in its hand pointed down. Uh, the other has a sword in its hands, um, like a long sword, and then a shield at its feet. And on the western wall, you see this, um, this sitting, um, wonderfully sculpted um, depiction of this same woman uh, in, her, in her elegant gown with this uh, tiara on her lap. Before we do any of this, can we remove the weapons from the other statues? Like, they're made of stone, right? Are you asking me, or are you just going to try it? I I don't know if we should grab things from the statues again. I think we, we, we've done that. Yeah, these, are, these we know these statues are magical. Uh, are, there, are there weapons made of stone, or are there weapons um, like the... The swords and the shield are made of steel. Oh. Uh, they are gripped tightly in the hands of these statues. All right, let's try. Let's try putting some of these things on this statue, like the bracelet and etc. All right. I don't have any of these items. I will go and do this. I have most of them. So Bogram will walk up to the uh, to the west side of the room where the statue of the woman is, and kind of walk up onto the onto the dais there and try to put the bracelet on her. You see that her right arm is kind of extended out onto her onto her um, leg. There's a little gap between the leg and the arm, and you snap the bracelet on in place, and nothing happens. And then, and then I'll slide the scepter into her hand, whatever okay. hand it might fit into. Yeah, you can fit that one kind of into the left hand. It's it's uh, it just kind of slides underneath. It doesn't really look like it's holding the scepter, but it's there, tucked in. Okay. Is there a spot to, like, hang or place the shield? Um, you could, I mean, you could try balancing it on the lap, but that's where the tiara is. Okay. Not really. There's a strap on the back of the shield. You can try to, like, rig it up somehow. Like, I don't know, strap it around her neck or something. (laughs) I might just set the shield and, like, lean it against her somehow. (laughs) Okay. Very good. Then Margram will ask... What do you think? Should I put the tiara on her head or should we do the helmet? Ooh. I say the tiara? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. She seems regal. Hmm. If we put the helmet on the head and then we try to take the tiara, I think the tiara is the key to the platter puzzle. Ah, okay. (laughs) That sounded like the platter platter puzzle. puzzle. (laughs) The platter puzzle. Platter puzzle? Which is like... The most amazing villain name ever, actually. Platter puzzle. Now, now that's a villain, Paul. The <laughs> hey, platter puzzle. I was thinking of the uh, Steve Martin song from Only Murders in the Building, where it's all pitta patta pitta patta, angel and flip flops. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'll will I'll grab the helmet from I guess Ornan, right? Yeah, you just pull it up off of Ornan's head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then I'll go walk up, back up the steps to the statue and try to see if I can fit it on the statue's head. It fits perfectly. Okay. Uh, Does anything seem to happen with all of those things more or less in place? No. Can we roll persuasion to make against you to... (laughs) Make something happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please. 
super smart. Keep going. I got a 19 persuasion, Paul. <laughs> now that's Ornan's stats. We need Scott's stats. Yeah. Oh, then it's at least a negative three or four. <laughs> Aren't you in sales? <laughs> <laughs> didn't say he was good at it. Yeah, I didn't say I was any good at my job. <laughs> um, but I will. I will reach out and gingerly grab the tiara and pick it up off of the statue's lap. As you grab the tiara and you step back from the statue, you now have this elegant tiara in your hands. Um, give me one second. Let me just look this up real quick. I need to um, look, look up. up stone golems. No, 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 no. You guys, you guys are, you guys are fine. Well, while you're looking that up, Mogram will inspect and look all over this tiara then he will slowly take his hat off of his bald head and slide the tiara gracefully <laughs> and daintily onto his bald head. Ooh, that's a good look. You look like you're going to prom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is it shaved bald or does he have like hair on the sides? Uh, there's a little bit of hair on the sides, but he actually will sometimes cut that down and try to shave it even more bald. So, Magram, as you put this um, this crown on your head, you are suddenly aware that um, you you have some power in this uh, in this crown, but you're not sure what it is. But there is some kind of power in this crown, in this tiara. Okay. I uh, I will say that to the group. There is some sort of a power emanating from this tiara now that I wear it. I feel good. Um, it looks good. Why don't you make an arcana check? Make an arcana check, actually. I can do that. Gosh, I rolled a three for a nine. Margram, do you feel bonita? I feel so bonita. <laughs> you love bonita. What I heard was pony. I heard ponyta. <laughs> um, uh, Magram, with the, with your nine, I'll say this: you feel like there is some power in this tiara, but because you don't know what it does, what it is, you can't access it. But you feel like if you knew what it was, you'd be able to access it right now. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I might say. Um, with that information, I might tell the, the tell them it is as though there is something on the edge of my consciousness that if I could just remember it or recall exactly what it would do, I could invoke some power right now. Hmm. Perhaps with attunement or something, someone may be able to do more with it. Uh, real quick, uh, maybe I was a little too vague. Uh, what I was trying to tell you is that you don't need to attune this, but you haven't identified it, so you can't use its power. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, yes. got it. Yes. All right, well, let's go see if it opens that, that platter puzzle. <laughs> Pla- platter puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to avoid it. I don't know if you noticed Ooh. I hesitated because I was trying to avoid it. And I just Too said late. it again. Lean in. Don't avoid it. It was perfect. <laughs> All right. And um, after we get the door open and, and loot whatever's inside there, we should come back. I think, honestly, the puzzle was much simpler than I tried to make it. And it's just the helmet that's really stopping things. So we can come back and collect these other items. I can grab them right now. Nolan starts to collect them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what all do you grab? Everything but the helmet. Okay. You step back. You have a shield, a bracelet, and a scepter in your hands. 
All and right. there is a there is a regal figure sitting here with no more crown on her lap, but instead a helmet on her head. And it was a dumpy old one, like a pig nose bassinet or something. It wasn't a dumpy old one. It was just an it's just an outdated helmet. It's it's, it's a, a style of helmet that's out of style now. Well, let's let's get moving to that uh, platter puzzle. All right. Okay. You guys move back around to the main entrance next to this locked door. You see this statue with the platter and Magram is wearing this crown. Uh, could I could I put the tiara or crown on the statue's head? You can. Yes, you can. I'm going to try and do that. It's a little bit big for this three quarter size statue and it falls down around its neck. Okay, never mind. I'll put it on the platter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you put this this crown on the um, on the platter, you you can see that the um, the door. Or sorry, you see that the platter shifts just a little bit more. Now, it doesn't like drop down to the ground or anything, but it moves like a good three inches down, and you hear this series of click 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 click, and then the doors in front of you you see a line kind of appear as the doors slightly swing away from you ajar. I'll grab one door and push it open. We did it! I've got the other door. Ha ha! Hey. That was easy puzzle. We are very clever, guys. Okay, well, you know what? Um, <laughs> I, at the end of this, I do want to touch base and see if you guys have any thoughts on this puzzle. But for now, you go, you open up this door and you move into this room. This room is about 30 feet by 50 feet. It's kind of a long room. It's this, the ceiling is held up again by pillars. But in the center of the room, you see there is a staircase that goes down to this, um, to this lower level. And then that goes across the room to the far wall, the south wall. And you see a large uh, door uh, set in the wall there as well, kind of uh, down one level, uh, but um, on the south edge of this uh, of this room. You also can see at the on the back wall at kind of at this entry level where you're at the same um, the height. You can see the other locked door that you guys were attempting to pick on the far side of this dungeon. Does it unlock easily from this side? It does. Okay, I'll do it, and I'll say. Ah, I did it, everyone. Door <laughs> is unlocked. <laughs> All right. So then the only other place in here, apparently you guys have not explored, then would be down these stairs and through this staircase or through this doorway. Ugh. Down we go. Well, let's go and see what's out here. Um, Margram, can I hold that shield? I. Oh, yes, yes. It is a little bit creepy here, but uh, I suppose we continue forward. Okay. Headlong into the unknown. Yeehaw. Into the unknown. I was just going to do that same thing. All right. I am going to move you. Every day. <laughs> As you head through this, um, this doorway, you push it open and you can see that there is uh, there are more steps that descend deeper and deeper um, into the earth. But um, after about 20 or 30 feet, you come into this open room. It's a larger room. You come into a smaller section of room, about 15 feet north to south, but still uh, like 30 feet wide. And then there is this, this fence 
uh, these bars that separate the rest of the room from where you are. There is also this doorway, this this gated doorway um, set in the middle of that kind of that cage wall. But the doorway is open. You can see on the ground there are these uh, this continued motif of this sunburst on a field of white. Um, you can see that. Um, you can see that the rest of the room opens up and is a little bit wider. Um, as you uh, as you look, you can see what appears to be some kind of a treasury or a vault. Um, the gate is old, the lock is rusted, and one of the sides of this gate kind of hangs askew, which is why it's not actually shut. Uh, this gate does not appear to be magical. Um, as you look down, though, into the rest of the room past this gate, you can see on one wall, it looks like on the kind of on the western wall, you see like statuary. You can see like some urns and some pots that look like they're made out of precious metals, gold and some silver, uh, maybe some um, some uh, uh, like bronze or brass. You also see some statuary, um, small statues like, you know, a foot high um, of, of women and men. You see a slightly larger statue of what looks like a lion. Um, it's probably about two feet tall. You do see that there is like a, a golden uh, a golden statue down there as well. On the eastern wall, you can see what look like bookcases. You can see that there's full of books that have apparently kind of, some of them have fallen out. You can see there's a table there, almost like it's set for you to pull books out and read down here. Um, you can see there are candelabra around the room that are not lit. And you can see on the southern wall, um, so straight ahead, you see there is this raised platform area and you can see in the center um, of this platform there is a chest and to the um, west of this um, of this chest you see um, a breastplate a metallic breastplate and to the east of the chest you see what looks like leather or studded leather hey paul really quick i'm yes. looking at this room and the fact that the antechamber is kind of uh, separated from the main part of the room by this wall of bars with the door in the middle, like mm -hmm. it's giving me some Oak Road crypt vibes. Do I recognize like thinking about this sun symbol and now that there's I'm, I'm kind of in a, a similar like location potentially, um, would that potentially jog any memories of Oak Road, any kind of connection there? You can make an insight check or um, or a history check. All right, I rolled a 14 for my insight check. Okay. So I've described multiple times in your flashback um, to, um, to Oak Road and seeing those figures that pulled that um, the emaciated figure out of the tomb, I've described that they have a symbol. They have heraldry that you know is old, but I've never described the heraldry. For whatever reason, you can't remember what heraldry you saw. You just know that it was old in the way that dreams are weird like that, right? Mm -hmm. um, looking at the sunburst, this sunburst is also old. It is not... It, styles of heraldry in the current era would be like, um, you know, you might have um, a, a rampant griffin and a sword that are halved on a checky field on one side and, um, you know, uh, diagonal slashes on the other side. It's so very intricate, intricate heraldry um, with oftentimes a lot of different moving pieces. This sunburst is very simple. And so... What I'll say is this is not the heraldry that you saw in Oak Road, but it seems to be that same ancient style. Um, and okay. this kind of antechamber 
um, is um, uh, is reminiscent, but more as an architectural style and not necessarily as this is Oak Road or something like that. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. Yeah, that's great. That's good to know. Thank you, Paul. Hey, everybody. I feel like I feel like this symbol is from maybe the same era as the dreams we've been having, but I don't recognize this as a symbol from Oak Road. Just FYI, in case you were thinking the same thing as I was. Oh, wait, you think those dreams really happened? They're very vivid. I mean, even if they didn't truly happen, they are, they're shared with us for some, some reason. That's true. And I, I feel like we need to figure that out. They're becoming more emotional, and I'm afraid they're going to start potentially manifesting something in the waking world. I don't know. I've never, I've never had magical dreams before, so this is all new to me. I started having magical dreams at 12 or 13. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to cross this threshold. Okay, perfect. You step past the threshold and into this chamber. As you get closer, you can see that there's actually like old artwork on the wall behind the statues on the Western wall. You can see delicate vases that are displayed. Um, You can see that um, there's just a lot of treasures down here. What does everybody want to check out? Orlin is going to start taking all the vases and putting them into his backpack. Okay. Okay. And so he's going to start smashing up, looking for some rupees. He goes to the bookshelves and starts looking at the books, see if there's anything that's still intact. Very good. All right. Uh, for Gee, make an investigation check. Magram, what are you going to do? Remind me on the south end of the of this room what what all this was. Uh, you see that there is, um, it looks like a, a metal breastplate. Um, as you get closer, you can see that the metal breastplate actually is decorated with horses. Uh, like it has a horse, um, like uh, 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 filigree or, or, or kind of etchings on it. Um, there is a chest in the middle of this dais down here. And then on the other side of the, of the chest, you can see that there is um, some studded leather armor that uh, is in surprisingly good shape. Cool, 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 cool. All right, I will... Uh... I kind of want to go and check out the chest first. All right. So we have um, Ornan and Sylvie are looking through the um, the vases and the statuary. Um, you find a lot of marble and stone statues that might be worth some money potentially, but there's one a reclining woman uh, that appears to be made out of gold. It's about, um, I don't know, I'd say it's about like 13 or 14 inches um, uh, long. And um, and it's it's quite hefty, so you assume that it is um, probably a lot of gold. Do these statues all look to be of the same woman that was no. up above? Okay. No, this is, this is a, uh, make an insight check. Self Dragon's Horde. <laughs> Dragon's hard to be a little, little bit more full than this. He's a really poor dragon. <laughs> it's a kobold <laughs> that claims to be a dragon. Ornan got a three insight. Yeah, so okay. we got a 12. Um, I'd, I'd say with your 12, um, the statuary upstairs served a purpose, whereas this statuary seems to be more like like art, if that makes that, that's That's about as much as I could as I can say with your inside of 12. These will be possessions as opposed to depictions of like yes. the, the of the important person. 
Yes. So um, I'll say this. Uh, as far as the vases, you get five vases that are still intact. Okay. These vases are not magical. Uh, so like uh, you you go to touch one and it, it kind of like crumbles under your hands. So you have to be very careful with these. They are old. Um, the statues, um, there are three stone and marble statues that you get that are kind of intact. And you get that one golden reclining woman. So you can go and keep that, keep track of that. Um, they're all roughly the same size. Um, you have that lion one that's a little bit bigger that is quite hefty. Orlin's putting them all in his backpack and it's just getting bigger. He's hanging a vase off of the back and there's like a statue dangling <laughs> from the side. <laughs> all right. Okay. And then we have Guy is looking at the bookcases. Guy, why don't you make an investigation check for me? All right. I rolled a 14. Okay, with your 14, as you are looking through the bookcase, um, what you find, you find a lot of um, a lot of uh, books that when you go to pick them up, they crumble in your hands. Um, but you do find, rolled up on one shelf, uh, what looks to be uh, some kind of vellum or like animal skin, so it's a little bit more durable. And when you pull it out and you kind of unroll it a little bit, you see what looks like a very old map Ooh. Um, and we can talk about that map um, in a second um, now moving down to Magram. Magram, you are investigating this chest yes um, you go to this chest it looks like it's well made the wood has aged over time um, but it's still all together like it's not like falling apart um, you go to open it and it opens just fine um, the lid uh falls back and inside you find um, gold you find quite a bit of gold and as you are looking at this gold you you look at these coins they, they feel a little bit different than um, the coins that you're used to like the minting was different um, they're still round coins but they're like a, a size just slightly larger um, but all in all it's 430 gold pieces in that chest well 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 what have we here all right, so Guy, you are looking at the map. Mag, uh, Ornan and Sylvie, you've managed to pilfer whatever is still potentially of value uh, from the kind of the the art nook. Um, what are you guys going to do as Magram is counting gold? There's still the breastplate and the um, the leather armor too. Yes, there is. Yeah, I think Sylvie's primary concern is making sure that like she's not noticing any sort of. I don't know, statues twitching or anything. <laughs> These we're touching statues, all this stuff. <laughs> they're all in Ornan's bag now, and they just like rip out and like rah. Oh, yeah, these tiny little statues. <laughs> As you're looking now, as you like look at these statues, these statues are like um, are like uh, statuary meant to be moved around. The statues upstairs were like basically built into this um, this. Uh, this dungeon, right? They they are a part of the dungeon. These are this is like artwork that you moved that was moved down here um, as part of the treasure of this um, ancient, you know, uh, family potentially. All right. Um, so you've got the two pieces of armor as well. Gi, you unroll the map and you start looking at it. And at the top of the map, you see that it is labeled, and it's spelled odd but you kind of sound it out and it's it's called queendom and then uv and then ocleria and queendom is spelled q u e e n d u m of is spelled uv and then ocleria so it's like this old english style of spelling but you you gather that this is a map of the queendom of ocleria which you have never heard of 
Okay, Queen of Valkyria. I am going to look for two places in particular. First, I'm going to scour the map for the name Oak Road. And mm-hmm. second, I will be looking for the name of a... a I'm a, Guy is assuming a town called Cohen's Crossing. Called Cohen's Crossing. As you're looking at this map, you don't see any names that you recognize. Um, you see at the top of the map, underneath the name Queendom of Oclaria, you see these two um, heraldic uh, designs. On the left, you see this blue shield, and on it, you see that there is this white square with a sunburst in the middle of it, very reminiscent of the um, of the uh, tile work that you saw here in this okay. room. Um, on the right, there is also a blue shield, and there is a white square with that sunburst, but there is a black bar that goes from the top left corner to the bottom right corner uh, side of the shield that goes kind of behind the symbol, but it has this black bar across it. The other thing you notice is that the shield on the left in the artwork has a crown on the top of the shield and the crown on the shield on the right is missing the crown okay okay so that's what you notice and then you're looking at this map and you see that there it looks like this place it, there's this river that kind of runs along um and you can see that forests are depicted and things and you see that there are um cities or towns that are depicted no names that you recognize the the river is is labeled as the medvale river um and then you can see that there are these different cities or towns you see one named Carnu, you see Leerstrom, you see olbina you see rudava you see vakstrand and you see as you're kind of pondering this map, you see at the bottom, there is this sort of um, uh, etched out or written out um, uh, in pedigree form. You can see that there is this sort of a little bit of a genealogy. Um, a lot of it has kind of faded with time, but at the end of this genealogy, you can see um, where uh, it is written. And, and it takes you a while to... to to it, it's still in common but it's just the spelling is off right so you have to kind of it's kind of like playing um mad gab where you have to was it, is it mad gab or is that the one where you read it out loud and then you have to hear it mm-hmm. uh, like reading it and looking at it doesn't make sense but when you read it out loud you can kind of uh piece things together and you see that um the last uh entry on this uh on this pedigree says last queen of Oclaria." Queen Saskia, who knelt and became vassal to the might of Merlof. And what it's spelled as M-A-Y-E-R-L-O-F. But as you say it, you hear Merlof, which is the current capital of Via Severia. That's kind of the first name that you recognize as you're looking at this map. Okay. And you also see that it says, paid homage to King Astolfo. That is what you have found. Um, okay, back I, to everybody. One else. more thing, sorry. Do I recognize any of the geography? Does it look like this could be a portion of what I now know as Vio Severia? Why don't you make an insight or history check? Um, I'm going to go back to everybody else while you are doing that. What is uh, Magram and uh, Sylvie and Ornan doing now? Swimming in gold coins. Magram, don't you have those sticks you can see if things are magical? The Zitoning Rod? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yes. your rod. I could, I could pull <laughs> that out. out. Um, let me whip out my rod here. I would. I'm. I love playing with my rod. Do you need a hand with it, or is it a single person <laughs> rod? It's it's not a very big rod, but if you if I make enough room, then two people could hold onto the rod. 
All right. Well, <laughs> if you need a hand, I'm always here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you can feel it vibrating when you hold on to it. That's how you know it's working. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Um Mogram Mogram is uh he's kind of had like some small little like pouch things and he's filled them up with coins mm-hmm. and uh he's gonna walk over to Sylvie and Ornan and hand them each a pouch and say, Here you are, your cut of some of the coins. It's a hundred and seven pieces for each. Wow. Wow. And then uh you needed me to detect magic in this area, no? Well, check it out. See see if you can uh, find anything down here. Uh, sure. Let me go ahead and pull this pull out the rod and he'll go ahead and you know, unsheath this toning rod and He's going to hold this thing out and start trying to detect magic in here. Yeah, as you as you hold it out, you detect the magic on your friends that you've already seen. You know, the backpack is magic. You see that Sylvie has some magic on her. Guy has some magic. Um, you um, you see, again, the, the shield and the bracelet and the scepter are magical. Um, and you also see that these two suits of armor are magical as well. So it appears that the armor is magical. Um, and then beyond that, just the things that we've already discovered uh, in the upper rooms. But other than that, it is just the valuables we see here. Well, let's gather the things and maybe head to bed. It's getting late. I would agree with this. Yeah. Um, hey, everybody, I found this map over here, though. This, I think this may be part of the, the valuables we've discovered. What did you roll for your insight or your history check, Guy? I rolled a four insight. It's, uh, it's, it, you, you don't recognize anything on this map besides the name Mirloff. Okay. All right. And I'll show them the map and I'll kind of show them everything that I've kind of pieced together. I, um, I have a pretty good history. Do you think I could take a look at that map? I. No. I've, I've, uh, I've <laughs> it's my map. <laughs> done a lot of studying. I rolled a 15 for that. Um, with your 15 history check, as you are looking at this map, you're kind of sounding out some of these names and words as well. And you've done a lot more reading. You see the name, the Medvel River, and that name um, clicks with you because you've actually met people who still call the river that is basically you're traveling along. They still, you've heard of like, smaller towns and cultures calling it the Medvel River. But now it's currently called the Bedin River, um, which is the river that goes right through Berigrad and takes you right to Redlam. And as you're looking, you're like, wait a minute, this this is here. This is this is here. This is um, Aleron Barony. And you start looking through and you don't recognize the names like Karnu and Lirstrom and Olbina, but you look at Rudava and you're like, that as you're looking around, it's kind of set up on like this lake. And you're like, this Rudava is Redlam. Like Rudava is Redlam. And then as you follow the river, you see Vokstrand along the river. And you like, this Vokstrand must be Beregrad now. And you see this other city named Vilsi, which you don't recognize. So it seems as you're looking at this map. It's Moose Knuckle Creek. <laughs> well, as you're looking at this map, it appears that this area, this you know, the Aleron Barony, what used to be called uh, the Ocleria Queendom, the Queendom of Ocleria, um, that it is, it was once much more populated, much more um, urban, much more developed than it is now. That for some reason, this area of the world 
is regressed and has been it looks like as you're looking at where the where the forests are and where the you know the kind of the natural areas are on the map you know that now forests uh, have spread more and more it is a more wild area up here in Alaron, which i don't know if that is interesting to you or not but that is what you kind of discover as you look at this map here deep beneath the earth in this dungeon all right i think yes we should go back and rest ornan i think we should kind of have you hold on to everything in that massive backpack of yours until we have a chance to divvy it up a little someplace a little more private i i'm worried that tobias may want to claim some of this treasure although I do think we can, if there's any locations on this map that we're not like aware of that could potentially be in points of interest we could go explore, um, we should make note of those. But I think this map actually may be something that Tobias could present to the Baron as something of value from potentially his own family's history. So maybe this would be a good offering for Tobias. I'm, I'm not sure I agree with that. I think I think that's a good finder's keeper's law on that map. Well, if he asks, how's this? If he asks, hey, what did you find down there? We can just say, oh, hey, it's already been looted, which isn't a lie. But here's a map that we found that is of the Alron Barony from however many centuries past. Well, I can give him these five vases and these three stone statues. I, I think we should sell those for ourselves. We did the hard work. <laughs> That's true. I would agree with Guy. I just feel like this map might be more valuable than than vases. True. That's that's why I thought the vases might appease Roly, uh, not Roly Poly. He's dead. <laughs> uh, Tobias. <laughs> oh, he's yes. dead. I mean, <laughs> perhaps we bring him one or two things so he does not get suspicious. That's okay, why yeah, I was okay. suggesting the vases. That that makes sense. Okay, never mind. Let's keep the map. Let's keep the map. All right. But yes, let's keep it all hidden until we get to Redlam and then we can divvy things out a little bit more. So as Ornan is putting these things into his backpack, the backpack seems to get larger with every new thing he puts (laughs) in it. It's so great. All right. You guys gather up all of the uh, what you can still deem to be treasure, what's still salvageable down here. Um, as you um, exit uh, this kind of treasure vault and head back into the uh, the upper levels of this dungeon, um, I just have one question for you. What do you do with the helmet and what do you do with the tiara? Oh, we grabbed the tiara, but the, I think the helmet should stay there. What do you all think? I think that's fine. Better not to mess with it. I mean, I would like to take it and sell it, but I'll go with what you guys say think is best. Or put it on my head. I'm afraid if we take it and the tiara's not on her lap, then we're going to have to fight some more statues. Mm. Uh. Gosh, it'd really be nice if you knew which one was better. That's true. It would be nice to know which one was better. Or which one. I mean, I could use the helmet. I can't use a tiara. But it looks so good on you. Which is why I think we take them both and run out of here very quickly. Let's do that. All right, let's do it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, this is the most D&D we've ever been with just like looting crap and taking everything we can. <laughs> that is very true. Okay, so here's what happens. Um, you go, you grab the tiara. As soon as you pull the tiara off of the platter, the arms come back up and the doors slam shut. You hear the locks click, 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 click back into place. 
you venture back around to the room with the regal woman who is uh, lounging on her her throne with a helmet upon her head. How are you going to do this? All right, everybody. Make for the door. I'll meet you there. I'll grab it and I'll get out. Okay. As everybody else begins booking it towards the uh, towards the staircase to get out of this uh, this dungeon, Guy, you reach up, you grab the helmet, you lift it off of the statue. As you hear the grinding of stone to your left and to your right, slightly behind you, oh, you turn just in time to see these two statues, one with a great sword and one with a sword and shield, begin to come to life. These statues look far more imposing than the ones that you already fought how do you get away with from them okay first off i'm going to pass between 30 feet away down the hall so i'm already that far ahead of them and then i'm just moving and dashing okay as you run you closing doors behind me Awesome. As you run, you hear um, s- footsteps behind you pounding down the hallway after you. You you realize that had you not been able to pass between um, and get that extra 30 steps or uh, 30 feet, that these statues would be on you. Um, you don't even look back to see how close they are. And you turn and in the main chamber, you pound up the stairs and you can hear the feet of these statues behind you as you leap through the double stone doors and your allies close the doors behind you. Silence. You are all outside of this ruin. You have managed to gather all of these treasures. I put the helmet on Barkeep. Why, thank you. (laughs) As you um, take a breath... As you settle down for the night after all of this excitement, two manticores followed by statues, followed by the puzzler coming back um, from his, I don't know, eight or nine month hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You are able to finally take a break and relax and take a breath, rest around the campfire. You get odd looks from the people who have been traveling with you, the the middle-aged man and woman, the young, the young like 12-year-old girl. There's this older woman who sits close to the fire to stay warm, um, not making eye contact with anybody. You see Tobias and Gardenia who are staying close to the wagon that's full of treasures. You see Ryla uh, checking on the horses. You all settle in next to the campfire, next to Serena's sleeping body. And that is where we're going to stop for tonight. Oof. Oh, gosh, that was fun. Scary. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> So, so the so the solution was just to put the helmet on the statue and then move the crown, and that's it. So, or was it take the crown and put it on the different statues to pull out the items? The the solution was in that first room you went into, and the solution was a history of this woman who went from being a princess to a queen, who then became a vassal. Oh, interesting. So it was as simple as. Giving her the helmet and removing the crown. She gave up her crown and wore a helmet symbolically um, when she became, when she lost her queenship and became a vassal to the king of Mirloff. Nice. Fascinating. Jeez, that was awesome. Good puzzle, puzzler. Can't wait till you come back. (laughs) Next time, make it an alphabet. 
hypnotizing one. We're real good at that. <laughs> We're so good at solving puzzles. Well, hey, so don't forget, if you're listening to us on this uh, on this podcast, go check us out on Discord. You can actually talk to us. You can share your theories. Maybe you figured out the puzzle before our party did. But until we get together next time, we hope you have a great time.